on a trend and here's my thing is as much as this is the finale like i think this is an opportunity to talk about the season in general and where it ranks amongst other seasons i agree and how we do feel about who won i personally think there are two winners but oh absolutely i mean I'll get into that. But if I'm looking at that list right there, that top 10 Mm -hmm. for the last 10 seasons. Yeah. Uh, On Instagram project underscore Starks uh, as in S-T-A-R. S-T-A-R-C. To be honest, I don't like just looking at it. I think, yeah, for me, it goes, uh, Dirty 30, War of the Worlds 2, War of the Worlds, probably Final Reckoning, Battle for a New Champ, Vendettas, Spies Lies, Double Agents, Rider Dies, and then Total Madness. Hmm. Wow. You got Dirty 30 or up above War of the Worlds? It's a fucking individual season. That's true. I do. I fucking love Dirty 30. Tony, that's a real fucking nice shirt you got there. That's a nice shirt. Thanks, buddy. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> that looks great. I know. I went to uh, went to a play and I was sitting there and I looked at Sarah. I was like, just realized that everybody behind me now knows what my name is because <laughs> my name's on the back. And it was. She looked and she's like, "Yeah, it's like the chair is underlining the fact that your name is Tony." Well played, Alexis. That is well so played. Funny. That is funny. Oh, Alexis, you'll be happy to know. Um, this, this shirt met both Mary and Pippin from Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. What? That's a big deal. Yeah. So that happened. What? Oh, just casually. No big deal. Today? What the fuck? That was the play I went to. Uh, Oh, no, I I met them. I met them across the street afterwards. I'm thinking like like the real ones from a movie. I'm like, how are you? Those ones. Yeah, that's what he means. Billy Boyd and Dominic Monaghan. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you see, I thought you were fucking with me. Nope. Tony went to Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they, so my like one of my all time favorite plays is Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. And they performed like they have a run of that show oh, uh, in Halifax. So we that's went awesome. and then just by fluke, because um like Sarah had to go to the washroom after the the play and then uh, we were in the lobby for a bit, and when we walked out, they just happened to be across the street going That's to so dinner. That's cool. So I just, like, popped across the street real quick. That's awesome! Our uh, Challenge Fandom podcast and shirt. And you said, hey, I'm on yeah, this podcast! Has, <laughs> has <met Mary> and <laughs> oh, I've got a really good question. Ooh. Okay. We might have really good answers. Probably not, but... What's the difference between a Manuel and Turbo? Mm-hmm. Why is Emmanuel so undeserving, but Turbo is considered so great? Because mm-hmm. Emmanuel is such a sweet human. He just wants to help his mom. According to who? Who's saying this? Over half the fan base, bro. Like, yeah. everybody's saying it. Like, it's so... They're calling Emmanuel the most undeserving winner in Challenge history. <gasps> like, he's yeah. taking heat right now. It's just... No. Whatever, man. Like... That's not Okay. If he wouldn't have cheated on his girlfriend, would we be having this conversation about him? 
Well, that and people are like, they're upset he, that he didn't play at all this season. He didn't do anything. He didn't he, play any social he game, moves. He didn't fucking <laughs> go in elimination. He didn't do anything, they're saying. He, he played more than the people sitting on the couch saying he didn't play. Thank you. He won dailies. Like, what else do you want this man to do? He got voted down. It was just a chaos yeah. pick and yeah. he didn't get picked. Yeah, like, uh, it's just... You know, like, what What do you want him to do? Like, mm-hmm. fucking getting fist fights every other night, too? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Undeserving is too far because he is so deserving. And this amount of money is going to change his life more than, like, a lot of the people on that cast. He's literally a millionaire now. Yeah. So I was wondering, is there, like, a conversion when you convert American money to another currency? Can it be more? Oh, yeah, 100%. I have the I have the conversion. So his two hundred and fifty thousand that he won, two hundred fifty thousand American, um, in Romanian Lou, it converts to one million one hundred and forty nine thousand two hundred and seventy five dollars. He's literally I wasn't kidding. He's literally a millionaire now. So fuck all the haters. Who cares? For someone who said his family doesn't have heaters. Yeah. Like, this is life-changing. He can buy every heater. Yeah. yeah, he can buy all the heaters. They can have options. Now, the flip side <laughs> is, amounts of things could also cost different based on yeah. currency. But, like, here's the thing. He's not undeserving because he came in first. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means that he won. Yeah. So... He killed it, too. I know some more undeserving people than him. Dunbar. Sorry, like, Corey. I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Corey. <laughs> Like, people literally have the audacity to call Emmanuel the most undeserving winner in challenge history while we have people like Dunbar as winners in challenge history. So, like, what the fuck are we really talking about right now? Yeah. Like, they don't know who Dunbar is. Probably not. I mean, most people who watch the challenge don't know who Dunbar is. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. And the funny thing is, is I just want to say, so this is something I've been slowly kind of picking up on through talking to people on IG, taking polls, like, and then just comments and stuff like that. I honestly believe like I miss the old challenge. I miss the old challenge. They're not talking about the old challenge. Like when I think of the old challenge, I think of like, old challenge right like seasons like one through like 15 like the old Uh challenge oh you mean numerically like old like numerically old right yeah Yeah. but when people say i miss the old challenge i want them to bring back the skulls i'm like you guys realize that was like two seasons ago right like that's not the old challenge that was something they did on two seasons two seasons ago and has never been part of the game ever before. And it didn't work out for the game. Clearly, you can see like it, it, mm-hmm. it's just it's weird. So it's like I'm learning that when people say they miss the old challenge, it's not actually the old challenge. It's they're talking about like specific things like that, like within the last couple seasons or even the golden era, you know, like seasons like 19 through like 28, 29. But you can't compare everything to the golden era. Like nothing is ever going to be that it's again. It's called the golden no. era for a reason. Yeah, now it's we, never going to be that again. It, it won't. Nothing will ever compare to Arrivals no. 2, Free Agents, Battle no. of the Exes, the, that whole run. Nothing will ever compare to that again. And that's okay, in my opinion, to have that be part of yeah. our history and move on. Oh, <laughs> that's like, it's like Survivor since season 40. When they did winners, everything else has been new era. It's been completely different, different amount of time, everything else. Look at Amazing Race. Amazing Race is totally different than it was when it started. So is Big Brother. 
like, yeah, they're still in a house, but the challenges are different. The rewards are different. Like TV has progressed. Yeah. You can't go back to the quote unquote golden era because it was bare bones. Like they didn't know what they were doing. (laughs) Roughly around the time of the golden era, fear factor was still on. Exactly. Fuck off. Like, Joe Rogan was famous for Fear Factor, not yeah. a podcast. Trishel won Fear Factor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I learned that from watching Traders. From Traders, yeah, me too. I was like, I don't remember her being on it. Fear Factor is disgusting. Yeah, yeah, Fear Factor was gross. It was gross. We have a Fear Factor channel on our TV, and I caught it just like for like Joe five Rogan minutes the other day. Still? And I was like, <laughs> no, too much. Too yeah, much. No, no, I, I would, I couldn't. Nope. Apparently I, fear is still a factor for Alexis. <laughs> that was not one that I enjoyed watching. But honestly, Tony, that's a really great point because, mm-hmm. you know, and that I try is. to make this point often is that, <laughs> is that it's not just the challenge changing. All of these reality shows are all changing. Big Brother, mm-hmm. survive like they're all changing how mm-hmm. they're played, yeah. what they're showing us mm-hmm. in the edits, you know, how they're protecting their castmates and their talent. Like they're all changing. And even further than that, like as far as people being so upset that we're not getting a bunch of physical eliminations, which is fucking crazy to me because you missed the old challenge, but the old challenge didn't have those. We've never had like there. Uh, anyway, so I digress. The old challenge had Nokia Flip 360s, damn it. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. And pillow fights. <laughs> and free Burger King for life. I mean, they bring that back every once in a while. For a year. You win a mountain bike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just got a brand new Xbox 360. What kind of fit person wants to go to Burger King? But, you know, as far... So anyway, what I was saying is as far as like the physical Me. competitions and stuff, like... <laughs> everything's changing like a lot of things and it's not just reality tv like football is changing and that's one of the most taylor swift plays now that's (laughs) one of the most physical like physical contact sports there is is you know that like but rules are changing all over the place it's not just the challenge so it's like yeah concussions are weird man like yeah you can sit here and you can like be mad and wait for the challenge to quote unquote go back to the old days whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean You you could also just go back and watch the seasons watch you like. Watch the old ones. Watch mm-hmm. the ones you like. And leave the new ones to the rest of us who actually enjoy television. <laughs> it's not hard. I'm making friends tonight. I don't know if you're aware. I'm not. Yeah. I am not making friends tonight. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Challenge <laughs> Fandom Podcast. Hi. Oh, shit. We're here. <laughs> my name's Rick. This is my wife, Karina. We've got Tony Stats and Info <gasps> Lance. I'm sorry. My beautiful Just wife, Karina. Wife? Tony Stats and Info Lance. Katie Bad Blood her and Alexis Tex Rawson. I fucked up tonight and I apologize about that. And I'll probably be dealing with that for a while. If you feel that Rick's not himself uh, this episode, it's because he got a shit edit because <laughs> he did not call Karina beautiful. I, I went back. I went back. I mean, look, we're already 13 minutes into the recording and look, now I'm doing the intro. In, instead of giving you the villain edit, I will give you the anti-hero edit. How about that? That's called my life. <laughs> Taylor wrote a song for you too, Rick. Yep. <laughs> What's your secret, Rick? How are you always in the doghouse? Or what was it? No, how? Fuck, I forgot how it goes. Never mind. Never mind. Words are hard. Jokes are hard. Welcome to Challenge Fan of Podcast. We're breaking down the second or the second episode of the final. The which second is, final of the episode. I, I'm really fucked up. Both of them. This is. I have a feeling staying in the edit after that intro. So. Mm-hmm. 
Of course. I assure you it is. Please do. Don't call me Shirley. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, challenge 39, episode 19, the final fucking episode of the season. Only Only one gets the crown. Can I just say really quick? Uh, Hold on. I'm just going to put out there to lead you into that. No, you guys don't get to make that rule. We get to make the rule as fans on who the fucking champs are. I know that's where you were going with that. No, it's not at all where I was going with that. Well, then I I fucked it off. Yeah. Now you're back to the villain edit. Ruin my joke. No more (laughs) anti-hero, just straight villain. No, I was just all all I was really going to say is um, that's that's not something to brag about in the title production. That's that's not something to brag about. Like, let's maybe not just tell people that right up front about you. Like, I don't know. Just an idea. That's like red flag right away. Look, we've talked about all season. I don't like the idea of one one winner. And that's why I think as a fans, a lot of us have crowned Nuri says the female champ Mm -hmm. of this season. Yeah. Yep. Literally, yeah. yeah. She didn't. She she got sixty grand instead of you know two fifty. I'm just fuck, man. What I don't understand is it's almost season forty. Why are we paying people the same amount of money that we were fucking paying them on Invasion of the Champs season twenty nine? Yeah, I was gonna say inflation, man. Like it's just crazy. It just it blows my mind because what they did a million dollar prize for thirty eight. So how did we? And I get it. They're saving money for season forty. And like a bajillion of you keep messaging us on Instagram. They're saving money for season 40. They're saving money. I know that. We know that. We, we know. We know. Why are they? It sa- is known. Okay. It is known. We know. She know. But still, <laughs> like you, you couldn't. I, I just. Why are they saving money? This is the same production house that does fucking keeping up with the Kardashians and all these other <laughs> fucking shows. And true. I mean, like. Uh, that's a good point, too. I'm paying $26 a month to watch MTV and I know a lot of other people are too. So they have the money. Yeah. <laughs> Murray's got the people. money. Like, come on now. Stop <laughs> fucking with us. We know what's up there. The only reason you're not doing battle of the best. We can't afford it. Yeah. You no. should probably cut all of this because they are going to hate us. <laughs> they, so already, much. they already hate us. I was going to say, yeah, that's, that's new. Yeah. <laughs> We were their darlings previously. I mean, we really like the we really like the titles we a love lot. It. We They're love your so titles, good. so good. You guys back. are great at editing and like the foresh. You guys never foreshadow. You give us everything that we want. You guys show us everything we love, and you give us all the perfect casts that we love, and you guys give us the perfect themes that we've been asking for for like <laughs> ten years straight. You guys give a. You guys are amazing. So, so while we're being sincere, considering I missed the last two weeks, <laughs> I know that you guys, like, as in not me, because I wasn't here, uh, took a bit of heat as to whether or not the people who are actually in the final or deserve to be in the final have earned their spot to be in the final. Such yeah. a stupid fucking question. But yes, please continue. Yeah, so <laughs> I listened, like, I listened to the clip that you guys put out and read some of the comments. So I would actually like to be the voice of reason for the podcast for once. Everybody who made the final absolutely deserves to be in the final. Yeah. At Biodomer on Instagram, if you have a problem with that. (laughs) And if you really have a problem with that. Come at me, bro. Go get yourself cast. (laughs) Make the final. Have a thumbs up over there in the corner. That's right. You can't do it. (laughs) Throw yourself a parade. 
because you've made the final and you've earned it. Yeah. Because everybody else that's done more than you from the couch apparently hasn't. Exactly. Like, I all right. I'm going to, I'm going to just kind of wrap this up and get us into yeah, the episode. That's fine. Yeah. Go, yeah. Let's, let's get going. People say they miss the old challenge and all that, but I'm sorry. In the old challenge, wasn't it based on having alliances, not going into elimination, winning occasional dailies, and then getting to the final and win? So <laughs> yeah, what is that? Weird. How is that any different than what Emmanuel did? Uh, because funny. he didn't get the edit. I'm sorry. That's production's fault, not yeah. Emmanuel's. Yeah. I'm sure that there's so much good footage of him in the house, too. We barely even saw anything of him dancing. And I know he's dancing all the time. Yeah, yeah, and he's super he's fucking out a funny. Class. Like he's super funny. He's super sarcastic. Like we saw him a little bit on, you know, Spies Like how many freaking times did that dude dress up in something dumb and walk through the house just to make yeah. people laugh? Like yep. it's not his fault that nobody saw anything, you know? And as far as like yeah. the social moves and stuff like that, what the fuck did he have to do? Jay and yeah. Michelle were taking the fucking heat for everything. If you yep. if you are would have somebody like Jay and Michelle running the house up front as the main face, right? Taking all the heat and you would jump in there to put your, then you're just dumb. You're just dumb. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Actually. Like you're just, that's just dumb. Excuse me. I would, I would like to draw the attention away from Jay and Michelle. If you could all focus <laughs> on me and possibly put me into elimination. That would be much. I feel like that would allow the fans to appreciate what I'm going to do later. Yeah, like no, bro. Like no, you sit no. back and you be quiet and you play the game and you ride that wave because yeah, that's how you get to the end. Like I, yeah, I mm -hmm. just I don't know. I just this new idea that like you have to go into elimination to be able to qualify. Like I get it. That's fun to watch, but so if it's, it's not a requirement, then I don't think that it should be held against the cast. Well, it's not even necessarily fun to watch mm -hmm. all the time because then what'll happen yeah. is the person that they like will do that, go in, get a bum elimination, go home, and then for the rest of the season, it'll be how that elimination wasn't good. The eliminations aren't good anymore because the eliminations aren't good. We lost X, Y, and Z. Well, and if I remember correctly, back when they did, uh, what was it? It was Double Agents and Spies Lies, right? That they did the where you had to get the skull or whatever to qualify for the final, right? It's Total Madness and Double Agents. Total Madness was the first one. So okay, it was, you're it was right. After Rogan didn't go in because that's why CT went against Jay. Oh yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. So Total Madness, Double Agents. If I'm remembering correctly, and I could be wrong, but if I'm remembering correctly, I feel like there were a couple instances where somebody went home and the fans were not happy with it. And they were like, this is bullshit. Elimination shouldn't be mandatory because the point of the game is to avoid them. And now and now it's like, oh, they must be mandatory. It like it's just. I, I, <laughs> just People are just never satisfied. Ever. All right, not so make this fan base you can't happy. Win. You can't win with anything. Like, I love all of you guys. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to, like, God, we, what started this is a question that I began with when we hit record, but I'm going to just kind of repeat it. Is it's your, the this closing is your fault. <laughs> is, yeah, way to go, Rick. If everything we said, you guys just, you guys don't agree with, I just want you to really think about what is the difference between Turbo's season where he won and Emmanuel's season when he won? And can I also just add on to that? With Turbo's season, 
He didn't even have to do every fucking checkpoint in the goddamn final, including the two hardest ones. Yeah. Whereas Emmanuel is in front. Like Emmanuel murdered this thing from the minute TJ blew that horn until he crossed that finish line. Emmanuel was in first, except for like one little where where Narice finished the little tile thingy oh, the little before him, the overnight yeah. checkpoint thing. He that was the only it. time. He absolutely yeah. Yeah. dominated this entire final. So like I would look not that I would understand. But if it was something like he was getting his ass beat all final and then just got lucky in the end and ended up coming in first, I would understand fans being a little bit more under, like I would be a little bit more understanding to fans being upset. But even then, like he still won. But like in this situation, he dominated that. He earned that final every single second of it, every single step of the way. So I just... Man, I just uh, people trying to take it from him. Just I like that. That pisses me off. Shame on you. There's a reason that every single cast member that had a confessional during the final said that Emmanuel was their biggest threat other than Colleen, who said Narice, who was also a huge threat in the final. Yeah, It's crazy to me that nobody realized that throughout the season, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the, the final, uh, we're in the chaos elimination is where we pick up mm-hmm. or where they left off last week. And uh, uh, no surprise, Manuel picks Narice, and uh, she ends up going in and has to pull from the draw, which I actually thought was pretty interesting that they set that up like that instead of like them vote. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were yeah, going to do too. the vote in. I, I oh, that or just let her pick, you know, yeah. just let her pick yeah. whoever yeah. she wanted. But I did like the draw thing, and I also liked how it had two chaos yes. polls in it. I was like, ooh, that's in- that makes it more interesting. Still mm-hmm. pick Mariah. Did anybody else think like maybe a champ was going to come back if she picked the chaos? We hoped so. Or even better, if he if he would have said there are six, two of them are chaos and not said who the other four were. Mm. And she pulls that fucking oh. thing out and like Laurel walks <gasps> in or Kara oh, walks in. That would have been oh, crazy. Man. I mean, I'm glad they didn't now because it was Narice, but I would also still have fucking hated it because they're not involved in the final. So yeah, that's bullshit. But yeah, it would have been an interesting twist that I then would have complained about later. And just for the dramatics of it. Yeah. yeah. Guys, remember, they're saving money for season 40. That's why they didn't do it. <laughs> they couldn't afford. Or, they yeah. couldn't afford the, the, the champs the for two episodes. Here you go. <laughs> we'll we'll get the drama, but then we'll still play it straight. If she pulls it, pulls the thing out, and on one side it's like Laurel, and then TJ's like, "Wait a minute, turn that around," and it's Mariah. Uh, <laughs> if everybody has a corresponding, a corresponding champ on the other side of the thing, that would be fucking hilarious. Actually, that would have been really funny. So this elimination, this was this was weird. Um, they, this was the one where yeah. they had to shove the six blocks inside the little puzzle box. You know what, you. Grow up. I chose my words so carefully <laughs> with the polls. Yeah. Specifically for it. I didn't think about it before I said it. And then I saw his face and uh, you just grow up. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, obviously, we know like Narice ends up, you know, winning this one. This was, there's not a whole lot to say about this elimination. It was a really odd there puzzle. There was another component. What was it? There was another component to it. They had the option when TJ blew the horn to run to like another point where there was a, a further explanation of the puzzle. 
like a clue to figure it out easier. Mm. So as soon as he blew the horn, Mariah ran and Maurice just started trying to figure it out. And when Mariah came back the whole time, Maurice was like, should I have gone or should I have stayed? And finally, like when Mariah got back and she started putting stuff in, Maurice wasn't any further ahead. And she was like, fuck it. I have to go. And she went and she was like, this clue's not helpful at all. Uh, and then came back uh, and then just started trying to do it again. Finally got it. But yeah, apparently you had the option to run to the other, like to another station that had a clue about the elimination. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. It was in an article. Um, there were a couple of articles that came out, like basically as soon as the final aired. Yeah. En- Entertainment Weekly had like uh, an interview with Emmanuel and an interview with Norice with like that were in two or three different articles that just kind of like all dropped as soon as the final finished. Yeah, I I read one of Emmanuel's and one of Narice's earlier, but I must have not been reading the right one because I didn't read that. But um, yeah, that's that's, in, that's really interesting, right? Yeah, that's an info. That's some good info. I am so unprepared after hearing that. Like I could just be talking out my ass the rest of the episode, <laughs> which is no different than any of the 155 <laughs> that we've done previous to this, but. Well, I have a question, guys. Yeah. Okay. If she picked a mace, who do we think she would have picked? Ooh. Colleen. Colleen. You think, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. Like, that's really the only person at this point, I don't you know. know, that she's got. Did they know what the what the elimination was before she picked? I don't think picked? so. I don't think so. Oh, okay. No. But I, I think she picks Colleen just because of the personal, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then considering yeah. what she ends yeah. up doing. Yeah. Uh, once they and get saying, into the yeah very weird like oh yeah i also here's proof that people just wanted something to complain about so many times since the finale has aired i have read why were they wearing their helmets when they did the puzzle and like, because they're not going to take two seconds to take their helmet <laughs> off and then lose to the other person who didn't take their helmet off. Well, and not only that, but like they've I didn't got even notice. They've got cameras and shit up there. Like just yeah. calm the yeah. fuck down, okay? It's fine. Like What if they forget their name? It's on the side. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they if they have GoPros on their camera, obviously they were looking down at the puzzle, so they're probably using shots from that. Yeah, they were yeah. they mm-hmm. definitely they were. were required to keep it on. Mm-hmm. But isn't it just a little bit funny how they're wearing helmets while doing puzzles but they're not wearing freaking goggles while shooting golf balls and shit yeah. thank you well they've learned now they have to wear now they have to wear helmets when they I do puzzles i was just gonna say they know now <laughs> God. It just follow osha rules it's not that difficult <laughs> not <laughs> they, hard, were, guys. they yeah, write no whole shit. books about these these things and what you're supposed to do yeah i work in an office and i had to do occupational health and safety yeah, yeah. I, I i had to do it too i was like what are you guys afraid i'm gonna fall out of my chair it's not that <laughs> serious guys hey your chair the there might be a wheel that you, breaks. you never know and then you might go tumbling i've witnessed it happen before. It, it, it happens but i'm not a roller like i just sit and then i scoot oh so, i'm a roller yeah no no me too i try not to right now i'm a walker oh geez texas walker <laughs> oh my god anyway <laughs> All right, no i actually do want to ask you guys um in the next portion after this elimination where uh you know narice beats mariah which is what now her third elimination where she's taken out five people mm-hmm. 
That's what? right, girl. That's right. Put that crown on, girl. Put that crown Look, on. She took out two more people than she even had eliminations. I know. <laughs> Real quick, before I go into this, I just want to say all those people that are saying, oh, Emmanuel doesn't deserve this. No. What you guys mean to say is Narice deserved to win two because they should have had a male and female uh-huh. champ. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what you should there be you saying. Go. That would have solved that issue. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah. Anyways, what did you guys think of the overnight challenge? Because I actually really enjoyed it. I did, but I will say one thing, not about the overnight challenge, uh, because everybody was shitting on Jay because TJ didn't say, like, hope to see you next time, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Didn't say it to Mariah either. No. <laughs> He's, he, get the fuck out of my final. Yeah. You didn't make the cut. Bye. Bye. So. <laughs> all right. Anyways, look, once, he might not yeah. have said, you know, hope to see you soon, but at least he didn't say hope to see you never. So yeah. and also perhaps it just wasn't in the edit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yep. Um, no, honestly, I really liked this overnight challenge. The last few overnight challenges that they've done on on the last couple of seasons of the flagship, I wasn't super thrilled about. You know, just it was just really weird. So like what rider dies, they had to do that one little weird um, puzzle and then they got to sleep in their comfy tents with their with their partner. Yeah. So maybe not like the best smelling situation, but still you're in a fucking tent sleeping, you know, and mm-hmm. then spies, lies, allies. They, you know, they slept and they gave them like blankets and pillows and like all that bullshit. Yeah. And I liked that this one was a no, you cannot sleep just like they did in Invasion of the Champs when they made and they had tasks them just like they did in invasions of the champs i was curious to see if they completed their task or if they were going to pull uh-huh. some some funky shit like they did in invasion of the champs but overall i actually really liked this one i did i liked the I challenge that they gave them the task it was like to me it was intricate enough to where i could imagine like it would have been really difficult to do the more tired yeah. that you got moving your hands and trying to get those things out and especially for people like Corey's got to have big hands like that. Yeah. That was tiny wires. And it looked like Narice was like holding her fingers after. Yeah, she Probably. said she she so, cut her hands mm-hmm. up once well, she had cut her hands up on the puzzle previously, too. Um, You know, so I mean, overall, I really liked it. And I liked that even though you finished your task, you were not allowed to go to sleep still. Like I loved yeah. I loved it. So major props. This was honestly probably, in my opinion, one of the better decisions that they made in this final. Yeah. And there weren't a lot of bells Agreed. and whistles. It was simple. It was straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, now, because I've been watching a lot of Taskmaster, as soon as they gave the rules, I was like, how can you work around this? Because technically they said that you have to remove the pieces with your fingers. Flipping the entire thing upside down is still using your fingers <laughs> and just dumping them. <laughs> I think a man It well, does not say you can't. Yeah. I think a man he well. Had the best, he had the best plan. Of just taking like 16 at a time. Yeah. Because he came in second despite Maurice putting hers into his contraption. Mm-hmm. Half of hers and yeah. his and Colleen's. Mm-hmm. It looked like she put more in Colleen's than just half. Like she put, she only put a little bit into a Manuel's and she yeah. dumped that yeah. shit into Colleen's. And my favorite yeah. part. Oh, the, the speech, speech she, she was giving her. while she did it. Like, I was just like, chef's kiss, yeah. Maurice. Girl, oh. you got no shame, and I love it. I love she it. Had, she had some feelings that did not make previous edits yeah. of previous episodes, because she was like, I had your back the whole time. You've never had my back. Any opportunity that you've had to have my back. Was like, I don't even remember 
you speaking to each other in the house other than the time that you yelled at her. Yeah. Yeah. We, it's just the edit. So wild because their interactions in the final prove that they've all had good conversations with each other because Mm -hmm. even Berna, who Narisa has said multiple times, she doesn't like had positive interactions throughout this final. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, to me, it almost seemed, and again, could be editing. I don't know. We'll find out when we talk to Narice. Uh, but I feel like after her and Berna won that stage and came in first together, like yeah. the vibe between them through the rest of this final, it just felt different. You know what I mean? Totally. It felt different and maybe not necessarily from Berna's side because she was still like in her own head and, you know, trying to give up on this final, but it just like Narice's vibe towards Berna just felt different to me. And, you know, and that to me, just yet again proves just like how much of like a girl's girl Narice is. Like, I truly think that like Narice, like if she could be friends with all the girls, she would be friends with all the girls, but she can't, Mm -hmm. she values friendship and loyalty and stuff so much that it makes it difficult, obviously, you know, but she just reminds me of one of those girls, girls that could, you know, if you're good to her, like she could be friends with like any type of girl. It was just cool to see that little vibe switch up between them. Um, and I was I was shocked. And I think the first thing that, that tipped me off towards this is Narice didn't give any to Berna. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I have a question. And I think this question speaks not only to. Well, really, just I'm going to cut to the chase. I think it really speaks to who you are as a person. If you win this, which one are you taking first? The blanket, the pillow or the chair? And I have a very specific answer. I want people listening and watching this to comment what they would pick. And that is, are you taking the pillow, the blanket, or the chair? I will go first, because I thought about it when, when the episode aired. I would take the pillow, uh, but I would take the pillow not to use, like, for sleeping. I would use the pillow so that I can sit on any rock that I wanted to and not hurt my backside. Because that <laughs> chair did not look comfortable. It was like one of those shitty camp chairs. Yeah. And if you wrap yourself in the blanket, you're much more likely to fall asleep. So the pillow to me is the best option out of the three. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Me personally, I have to go for the blanket because I cannot function when I'm cold. Um, (laughs) It's it's not even like a sleep thing for me. I just can't lay down. I'm like, Narice, I can't lay down. If I'm sitting up straight, I'll be able to stay awake, um, whether I have a blanket or not. But if I get cold, my my whole brain, my body, everything shut down i am done so i literally i don't know if it's the best choice but it's the one that i would have to make knowing myself i wear shorts in winter so yeah no i would i would literally die yeah literally (laughs) i would literally be you karina because i'm the same way i have friends that call me a lizard because i need the sun so badly like my house is set to 72 same and i still get cold so it drives him nuts and i still get cold yeah yeah yeah. you know my husband might get mad at me but i pay the gas bill there you go uh, i do not (laughs) i control the thermostat (laughs) if it were up to me it'd probably be about like 67 in here all the time oh i would i would literally die no thank you well, all three of the girls are picking blanket because <laughs> we gotta have blanky because we're cold. I did do conversion. I keep the house at like sixty six. Yeah, yeah. that's what's in my office, and it works for me. With that being said, 
I would choose the chair. I was going to say, you're going to take that stupid ass chair, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not going to sit on it. Oh though. my God. What are you going to do? I'm going to fucking plant that motherfucker and I'm going to lay down on that beach and put my feet up because I'm not falling asleep when I have rocks on my back, but I'm going to let my feet rest because you just ran 13 miles and you're running 13 more miles more than likely. Yeah, I ain't getting that damn chair. That mm. thing felt like no, a- that chair. That chair, as soon as I put my feet on it, my feet are going through it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be better off taking the box that everything was in. Right. They could have started a fire with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that being said, I don't know if you guys noticed. Um, it was in Emmanuel's interview on Entertainment Weekly, which is why I looked for it on the rewatch. They busted the shit out of those things that had all the tiles in it. They built a fort. Oh, if really? You, if you go back and look when when there's when they're on the beach, when TJ comes and they have that one shot of all five of them lined up on the beach. There's like this weird fucking contraption behind them. Yeah. They built, and I think the table that had everything on it was also their door. And that's why when you're looking, when Corey has like all of his like close ups, he's sitting and he's sort of like framed in by the wire mesh. And then when Berna is randomly wearing the pillow on her head, she's standing outside of it. Oh, I was wondering what she was standing next to. I was like, what so is they, that? They broke them. So oh my they, God. Were, they built a fort out of them. And at one point it was just Emmanuel and Corey sitting in the fort. But yeah, that's, they were like, I hope production's not going to use these again. That's amazing. Because like the bases, like they took the things off the bases and everything else. So the mesh things were like the walls. Well, Colleen looked like she had plastic wrapped around her or something. She so, did. And it yeah. was probably whatever said the challenge or something on it. Yeah, but yeah, so they they completely destroyed it, but it, it occupied their time while they were waiting. Yeah, that's I was wondering how the what the fuck they did for all that time. And also, where where are they filming? I was just going to where are they? Croatia, Croatia. So in Croatia, it at 513 in the morning, it literally looks like what it looks like at 2 p.m. in the afternoon here. Yeah, I, that's fucking confusing to me. When that shit said 513 a.m., I was like yeah huh what i had to rewind it like are you sure uh did i get that right is this at 5 13 p.m have they been there all day and all night? <laughs> like, that's bright <laughs> as hell for 5 a.m <laughs> then tj comes in on a on a speedboat <laughs> at 5 30 in the morning what they oh did my god he was like listening to death leopard the whole fucking way <laughs> he did have his hat on backwards when he was he was riding out hair blowing in the breeze watch those watch that fucking uh what they use for the elimination, like all that ends up on the beach and the new survivor, some shit all broken. That's how they <laughs> oh make God. their force. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I found it really funny uh, before we, we move on to the, you know, to the, the next stage, the conquest stage of the conquest. final. I found it really funny. Like when they were, it was like, you know, the night before or whatever, and they were all getting comfy on the rocks and, Norris and Corey were like joking about maybe if we don't fall asleep, TJ will reward <laughs> us in the morning with two hours of sleep. I was like, I was like, hold the fucking phone. Did you guys not watch World Championship? Because even then, when they got rewarded with sleep, it was like, it was like 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Yeah. Bro, do y'all not so know does. TJ? Like, what are you talking about? He ain't giving you two hours of shit. Like, no. <laughs> maybe two hours of hell. And Colleen, like, called them on it. She was like, is the TJ you know different from the TJ I know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Berna says she's losing it. 
I'm like, we we knew that already, babe. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. But we knew. Yeah, honey. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's my favorite part of Conquest is that they have to swim those 2,000 meters to the island, right? That was awesome, actually. Which I really enjoyed. But then yeah. when they got done running to the checkpoint and they had to drink that stuff, and she fucking lost it. <laughs> I, I fucking also- died. <laughs> dude, I died. I bet because as soon as everybody else rolled up, I looked at Karina. I was like, "Oh, they need this. This is like yeah. calories and energy." Well, Corey and like said Corey it. said, "Yeah, yeah, exactly." Well, and what I found so funny though was, you know, she's sitting there and she's crying and she's like, "I cannot drink this drink," and she's like, "I'll throw up the whole rest of the game. I'll throw up the whole rest of the game." And then she drank it, and did she throw up the whole rest of the game? No. No. Not that we saw, at least. I liked that everybody tried to rationalize it. Like, it feels like just however this final, however you want to consider it, everybody was there for everybody else throughout. But, like, I, I liked Emmanuel where she was like, I'll throw up the rest of the game. He's like, there won't be a rest of the game <laughs> unless you drink it. it. Yes. I thought she wasn't going to. No. Well, like, for me, tuna is one of the, like, top five things that I fucking hate. So when they mentioned that, like when they said what the thing, the drink was at the beginning, I was like, fuck that, man. Like, I want no part of that. Done. And then they had, they've had to drink like 117 of them throughout this final. And like, I would have done it, but I would have been fucking complaining the entire time. I cannot stand tuna at all. At all. Uh, that shit looks easy to me i'd be yeah, like that Fuck, drink give me wouldn't have two. been bad yeah I it need, wouldn't have I been need to too get bad. through this morning i don't like beets see the beets and everything else totally fine yeah all of it that would care. be what gets me is the ta- the beets taste is what would <laughs> just give me the mayo the mayo see i don't mind mayo i don't mind mayo like mayo's the only one i won't eat by itself that's yeah that's fair but you throw some mayo and tuna i'm good with it throw that on a piece of bread it was a liquid tuna salad sandwich with yeah. bread I don't, okay it doesn't kill me at all like they didn't put some nasty like if they put brussels sprouts there i'm like you motherfuckers <laughs> fuck you guys they did put nasty stuff in there rick they put tuna in it <laughs> i would take brussels sprouts I would, I would take brussels sprouts and beets and mayo in that drink and I would drink it gladly if it meant that there was not tuna in it. <laughs> You're telling me that Berna and those other people don't go to fucking sushi and yeah. have rolls with tuna? I on don't it? fucking hate sushi. I, I believe you. I believe you 100%. But I do yeah. not believe that the cast does not eat sushi on a somewhat regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> well, Berna said that they eat brain soup for dinner sometimes where she's from. So, yeah, not tuna brain soup. Oh my gosh, you guys. So I'm going to go have a fucking tuna sandwich after this. <laughs> Fine. And I'm going to take photos of it like the whole time. I wish this was smell vision <laughs> At the next eating challenge, Tony's getting the eyeballs. Sure. Don't care. <laughs> Gladly. Oh so, my gosh. But all right. I'm sorry. I'm lost. You That's okay. So uh, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious, what did you guys think about this next, uh, the, this first checkpoint? Obviously, they got to drink the drink the drink thing, and then they have to rappel down the cliff, get their little puzzle pieces, and go put together, like, a fucking 220-piece fucking tangerine <laughs> puzzle. Like, how many goddamn pieces were in that thing? I tried to count them, because I was like, oh, maybe it's like a nine-piece. It was not a nine-piece. It, it was like 11 it was or 13 or more. Like, it was a lot. Like, no wonder that was so hard. Right. Anyway, 
What did you guys think about the the repelling part and them having to go forward? I loved it. I have never seen anybody repel forward like that. So I'm like, that's Why? probably like 10 times scarier. This is some Mission Impossible shit. It is. Yeah. yeah. It, it- Terrifying. I would have absolutely been acting like Corey. <laughs> I was going to say, would you have screamed like Corey? Because that's actually my line of the night is just Corey's scream. I like how Corey online said, like, I didn't repel as much as fell slowly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell. That we was... can tell. Well, why, why did they have to go forward and not backward? Like, military style. I just feel like they could have just fallen and, like, busted out their teeth and stuff. For that reason. I, for that reason, I'm sure. Yeah, to make it more scary. 100% for that reason. It's probably part of the, the mm-hmm. fear factor. That's why they have a rope. Everybody who fell, fell backwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. If they would have leaned forward, they wouldn't have fallen. You know what I mean? Like, those things are... Mm-hmm. Well, that's TJ kept telling them, get, like, lean forward, lean, get under feet. Obviously, lean forward means f- not do that. Lean back. Yeah. Lean backwards. Lean back. Lean back. Obviously. See the golden era. Yeah. Katie gets it. Yes. So. Why don't they play T-Pain during these episodes anymore? Oh, I mean, shout out to oh T-Pain, though. He puts out good music all the time. Oh, my God. I will say, too, the hill wasn't as bad if you don't factor in the view. Yeah, it really wasn't that high. It was like, like TJ, 30 feet. TJ no. was not lying. TJ was not lying. And no, it was baby. Yeah. Here's OK. So here's my thing. And, and this is this is something I actually really want us to discuss because I have conflicting feelings. Oh, how did you guys feel about TJ pep talking players during the, ch- the final? I think TJ was trying to save this season. Like, come on, motherfuckers. You guys want to call back? Don't quit. Literally. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with it because, I mean, no disrespect to Corey. I see nothing wrong with it. Corey came fourth. Like, it did not impact the outcome of first, second, third. But even if it did, it's either he quits or TJ gives him a pep talk and is like, dude, if you get fucking stuck, I will come get you. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, I understand why some people might have issues with it because most of the pep talks that you see from Corey or from TJ are after somebody's been eliminated and is just like, kind of keep your head up, blah, blah, blah. Whereas this was in the moment. I personally don't see anything wrong with it. It's no different. Here you go. It's no different than the crowd yelling at eliminations and telling people what to do. I I, I definitely see that. Um, I just feel like TJ is different than the cast and the alliance and friends that you make on the season. And like, I don't mind like if we're in a daily challenge and TJ's like, come on, go like you got this, like keep going. You're almost there. Mm -hmm. I don't mind that. Or I don't mind like when he's standing at the finish line and he sees someone running up to him and he's like, come on, you're almost there. Just keep going. Like I got, but halfway through a final, it just feels weird to have TJ there. Like you got this, like you either have it for TJ's final or you fucking don't. And that's, that's my problem with it. It doesn't bother me as much as it's bothering a lot of other people (laughs) because people are pissed, but it's not bothering me as much as it's bothering other people. 
But I do, I, I didn't, I was not a, a particular fan of it. I'm glad Corey didn't quit because I definitely, like, I love Corey and I'm glad he didn't quit. I'm glad he was able to overcome this moment of fear. Um, but I just, it just felt odd to have TJ, like, trying to coach someone through making it through his final when it's supposed to be, you know, you either have it to do TJ's final or you don't. Like, we've never seen TJ following people through a final and like coaching them on and rooting like woo like it's just it was just i don't know i just i wasn't a huge fan of it personally technically when jay and jenna were gonna quit on their drink stuff oh yeah yes tj like fucking reamed them for it but he kept saying like you can do this you just need to finish the drink and then you can move on you're gonna hate yourself if you don't Uh yeah that's true it's not too much different than that um, now granted yeah. the outcome is different because Corey actually fucking did it. Right. Right. But like, I, I understand what you're saying. I feel like too, with this, he was more personal with Corey too. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we really have to keep, we have to keep in mind that this is an edit we're seeing and totally. it doesn't mean that this hasn't happened before because this doesn't look like something TJ's never said to a person. Like he no. was quite comfortable talking to the challenger in front of the camera saying, Dude, you can fucking do this. And we've seen him do it in dailies to people all the fucking time. With like Darrell and Beth specifically. Yeah. Yeah, Like like I said, for some reason, the dailies don't bother me. For some reason, it's just, it's that final test, that final chance. Like me, the equivalent would be like your teacher helping you with your, your assignments and then taking your test and your teacher helping you when you're taking your test. Like to me, the final is the test. And if you can't pass the test, then you can't pass the test. So it, it that that I think that's more what's sitting on me is it's yeah. like mm-hmm. you know. But okay. again, I'm not like super upset about it. It was just something I know that the fandom is half of them are pissed off, half of them are you know happy about it. Um, you know, so I figured I'd bring it up and see how you guys felt. Um, but like I said, I'm not like upset about it or anything. So I th- I think if if Corey beat Emmanuel and Narice as a result of not quitting and tj doing the pep talk i would feel differently that's fair but i I think because of the outcome and because i didn't really look at it in the same context as you did as like daily versus final i was just looking at it as point of view of quitting versus stay like quitting versus doing it not even quitting versus like or i guess doing it versus leaving like in a daily, if you quit it, you just don't do the daily. Right. Yeah. So I wasn't really looking at this in the exact same context as you. And I totally get it looking at it through your lens, like why you would feel differently. Well, and I also wonder, like, while it was happening and I was watching it, I was like, I kind of wonder. And this is just my personal assumptions. I was like, I wonder if TJ's standing here like, you know what? We're not going to have another fucking USA one final. You bitches are all going to finish. Okay. We are not doing this again. All of you newbies, you're all finishing. I'm not letting it happen on my fucking watch again. Like that's literally what it felt like to me when he was telling them nobody is quitting. It totally did. Mm -hmm. That's why there were far more rules on how to do a Sudoku this time. That's why. (laughs) That's why I said it was he realized like I've got to save this fucking final. TJ saved it. TJ saved the season. <laughs> I did. I mean, I know the tangerine puzzle had a lot of pieces, but I really liked it. But real quick before we, 
the the rappelling on the cliff didn't seem as dangerous as running down that fucking rocky outcrop of a hill that they had to do. I was yeah. like, who's gonna blow their fucking knee out when they step wrong on this? Cola Casey, yeah, that yeah. would end so, your uh-huh. end of your final right there. But but no, that that tangerine puzzle was super super difficult. So I just want to give major shout outs to Emmanuel and Colleen who both finished that puzzle. Corey, Narice, and Berna all timed out in that order, third, fourth, and fifth. Well, um, but Emmanuel and Colleen actually finished it. So major props to them because that shit was yeah. not easy, clearly. 100%. And no. so, like, and Emmanuel's proven multiple times that he's good at puzzles. Look at that elimination he against, did against Devin in double eight or, yeah, double agents. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. No, spies, 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 yeah. spies, spies. Did you guys notice though, as soon as Emmanuel called, check Colleen whipped her mm-hmm. head to his board. Oh, yeah. To look at the pieces, which I just thought was interesting when we get what later happens down. later. Yeah. Somebody else might. Uh huh. So I was like, hmm. Mm, okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's, I think yep. that happened a, a lot more than we saw. Oh, um, yeah. I do want to say, like, so, like you said, everybody pretty much timed out other than Halloween. 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 This is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> oh my God. Halloween. Halloween. Luke made me watch that today. So <laughs> That's what made me think about it. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Just randomly in the middle of February, my my almost six year old's like, I want to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm like, all right. Who's my soul child? Oh, I love it. The next checkpoint, I could not stand. Really? I actually I didn't mind it. this one. No, Why? I like this one. Why? Why I hate it? Because yeah. there's nothing yeah. about, like, go five feet out into the water and then put on an air mask and go under the water this much. Do you remember what happened in All Stars 1? <laughs> We're not high-minding because these people are half the age that I'm all stars age. Okay. Like, but do you remember what happened? What were they? It did not bode well. Well, look, that is one of my main arguments on. I know people love all stars and they've cast a lot better, but like at a certain point, you don't need to be on reality TV, go on traders, that type of reality TV, not the challenge. I agree with that. And also like the traders is kind of ideal for people who played a strong social game in the challenge. Yeah. It's not ideal for people like Dan Giesling. No. Or bananas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Look, I I didn't I didn't mind it was this. So stupid. I didn't mind this this portion. It wasn't definitely not my favorite. Don't get me wrong. It was definitely not my favorite portion of the final. But I didn't mind it as much. Um, I get the whole like you know the. Having to go into the water, underwater, hold your, you know, I get all that in the memorization part. That's difficult. We clearly saw it with Colleen. She literally showed up in second place and she ended up leaving almost completely in fifth because she finally had to work with Berna to figure out where she made her mistake. Like, so she said, maybe I expected too much from my brain. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's the thing, man. When you've got no sleep till Brooklyn, everything's hard. No, yeah. But it was just so funny the way that she said it. Here's my thing. Like two parts. One, what I said earlier, as far as you have to go to five feet in the water and then you grab an air hose and just go underwater with goggles and figure out the color pattern and then match up the names. But the second part is it's names of all previous champs, but they couldn't play into that in any other way. Like it would have been so much more impressive to me if there was like a board and you had to lay it out in a certain 
order or anything well, like that. Well, they were in order. I understand that, but it okay. didn't mean anything in the grand scheme because they weren't paying attention to the order of winners. They're paying attention to the color co- combination with the name. And Corey, I think, was the only one who, well, at least that they showed, he was the only one that said something of like, oh, these are all the winners. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and Corey's a challenge fan, so. Yeah, and I think Norris clocked it as well just because she's yeah. somebody who's been watching it forever. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think it would have been better. Like they had to do it. I believe I forget what season where they had to name all the different seasons in a row. It was they had to put them in order. Yeah, yeah. But these are new people like you can't. But that plays into it. Like know the history of the challenge to me. I think that would have made it so much more. Yeah, but I'm I'm a fucking OG been watching since day one. I cannot put every single winner in order because yeah. we're talking about all the teams who was on the fucking first team. That one. You don't know. I don't fucking know. If you and we literally run in front of me. I would be able to figure it out. You would be like, able to put them? you would be able to put in order from season one to thirty nine. Who won in which order? Knowing that certain people won on multiple different seasons with different partners, different groups, different all of that. You if would be able you to have all, in order. all the winners listed out on names in front of you. And you have to put it in order. Yes, you can do it. You just start rearranging on the ones that you don't know until you get it right. It's not that difficult. I think everybody should have should have had one tile that was their own name. And they put it on 39 before they leave. That would have been oh, at the end. Yeah, yeah. that would have been cool. So, yeah, no, I don't I, know. I, I, di- I disagree with that. I think it was fine the way it was. I mean, it like, again, it wasn't it. the it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't the, my favorite part, but it was fine. It was fine. You know, I just. I liked that they included that they incorporate that they incorporated more water in this final. That's I think my big thing is I just I don't like when it's like, oh, you just run on land the whole fucking fight. Like, no, put them in the water, put them on, the, you know, make them do different shit. Mm-hmm. I would have liked it more if they had to row the boat again. No, they already did the kayak and apparently Dude. like it or a longer kayak something or like apparently it was longer. I don't know. Yeah, apparently it was really long, according to a Manuel. That's what she said, Rick. He can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to draw attention to it. He was laughing. I was thinking it. Here we are. It's like he knew what you were going to say before you said he like started laughing before you even could get it out of your mouth. (laughs) But you just hit it off with the that's what a man well said. I was like, I bet he fucking did. (laughs) I love you so much. Are you done? Are you done? They had to stroke for longer to get through the kayak portion. Oh, my gosh. What really stuck out to me in this uh, section, this checkpoint was obviously this is something that Nari struggled with earlier in the season. Um, and she made it very clear in this moment that this is like like going underwater is like a fear. It's like something she struggles with regularly. It's literally her biggest fear. It was it is literally her biggest legitimately. fear. Legitimately her biggest fear. But she did not she did not even consider like quitting. She didn't there wasn't like a freak out moment. She was like, oh I can't do this blah, blah blah she didn't there was none of that it was, I'm scared. We saw her a little bit of emotion, too. but then It was, I'm scared, but I'm going to fucking handle this shit like a boss. But I'm going to do it scared, but I'm going to do it. You know? She didn't even try to hitch a ride with the car that drove past her. <laughs> that, that is so funny. <laughs> I didn't even notice the car. Yeah, That's hilarious. I was just like, I was, for whatever reason, I was watching the background in that exact moment. And while Narice is there and she's reading it and like, her voice catches and she starts to get emotional with the fact that she's going to have to be diving underwater. 
There's a fucking car that drives past her, like <laughs> on the other side of the bushes. That's so funny. It, it was it was fucking. It was Horacio and Kylan just making sure she was doing okay. Blissing the low rider. When they were like running at a certain point, I noticed a shadow of a drone camera following them. Yeah, you start to see a lot more of it too because they've they've sort of shied away from hiding it. That's pretty cool when they're doing dailies and stuff like that. Because for the longest time you would never see like any sort of camera footage, like camera equipment. But now you're, you're kind of starting to see a little bit more same with like with survivor and stuff. You're starting to see more of the, the cameras and things like that, which is, I honestly like it because it sort of breaks down that wall and you know, they're fucking there because you're watching the show. Yeah. Thank you. That's my thing is it's like, I know like I'm, I know you're filming. I know it. You can't hide it from me. I know it's happening. So that's why they wear helmets during puzzles. I would rather see like a cameraman or a boom mic or a fucking drone shadow or something like that. I would rather see stuff like that in the edit than have a bunch of shit cut out because we can't show it because there was a cameraman in the back. No, yeah. give me the fucking shot. Uh-huh. I love when they yeah, break like the give fourth me- wall. <laughs> break, break the fourth yeah. wall. Yeah. The best one, I think it was this last USA two where they were in the pit and it like panned over in the corner of the cameraman and the boom. My guy are just yeah. sitting there in the corner oh, filming yes! it all. Like, so funny. <laughs> I love that shit. Like, I love that. It just, it, it I, yeah, I like it. So it was anyway. wild that Colleen is a dive instructor, but fuck this shit all up. She messed up the memorization for sure. Like, the more I learn about her, she is like one of the most interesting women in the world. Like she was the mole. Oh my God. A psychology. She does psychology. And then she also is a dive instructor. What else are we going to learn about her? Is she going to be like the dragon mother? You're ridiculous. What I want to know about Colleen is how she keeps her hair the color that it is because it's like ice white and that's hard to do. Especially on the t- in the challenge house for so long. It's that Targaryen blood. She'd be bringing her toner with her. She got her purple shampoo. She brought her whole. Her, she got she got it from her hairstylist. She was like, "Here you go. You do this." But like some really good toner. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Really quick <laughs> before we um, move on to checkpoint three on this the the puzzle memorization put them put the winners in order thing. What did you guys, how did you guys feel about finalists working together? Like Norris and Corey partnering together to get through this checkpoint and Berna and Colleen partnering together. I didn't really care because I thought that it was smart of them to assess the situation. No, both of them independently felt that they could beat the other, but both of them knew that they were going to have trouble with Emmanuel. So they made a calculated risk of working together so that they could get to the next section and duke it out versus Colleen and Berna who are just like, well, fuck this. We're the only two left. We need to pick it up. So I guess I don't have a, I don't have a problem with either of them, but I understand and appreciate the fact that Corey and Norris were like, let's work together. We'll duke it out at the next checkpoint. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it at all. I think that, it was a smart move by them thinking, look, we can't lose too much ground to this guy. We got to keep up with him. So let's work this out real quick and get out of here. Mm-hmm. Same with Colleen and Berna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I didn't have problem with this at all. Um, I was just curious how you guys felt about it. I kind of liked it. Well, Corey, Corey even said that he thought he could beat Norris. He just didn't know what was waiting for them at checkpoint three. 
He didn't know what was coming. Uh, it would have got me, honestly. So he felt okay with doing, giving her a little bit. Yep. You know, it's that pep talk from TJ, though. He's like, you know what? I can beat Narice. I can climb down that mountain forward facing. Like, I can do anything. <laughs> TJ believes in me. I don't lie, man. If TJ believed in me, I would fucking do anything. <laughs> True. That's fact. Except drink that tuna thing. Would you listen to this ad from Spotify for <laughs> podcasters? I'm joking. We're not doing that anymore. Let's say. keep going. <laughs> Let's get that in checkpoint three. Faking, faking out the listeners. But that's probably like your best segue that you've ever had. <laughs> I know, wasn't I know, it? And we're not even line. doing anything. We're going right into checkpoint three. Let's what go. Did, I was going to say, what did you guys <laughs> think about checkpoint three and the fact that they brought in like the the conquest elimination format? And just kind of made it a little bit bigger with three checks and or I'm sorry, five checks instead of three. Um, what do you guys feel about this? I have mixed feelings on it. I'm not even going to lie. I feel like they they did it ahead of time and didn't realize Narice is going to be the only one who ever saw this. That's possible. She didn't see the Sudoku, though. Well, it was a different Sudoku. Sudoku. Yeah. Sudoku. 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 <laughs> she still just had an upper hand knowing the setup like she would have known don't do something muddy before you climb the wall already whereas like other people might mess that up don't touch that lift until the end also oh, I'm still really mad about that damn wall and how they just changed it after Zara but I know it's the challenge but I'm still pissed about it yeah. Well, what were the ones she hadn't seen? She didn't see the so color the, peg one the before. Fi- the five were the Sudoku, the colored discs that you had to organize, mm-hmm. and then the balancing blocks on the little lift thing, mm-hmm. um, counting the circles, which was a new one for, yeah. for yeah. all of it, and then smashing the barrel, which was also new for all of it. So, yeah. I mean, technically, she just didn't see the... Well, she did do the colored disc one. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. Yeah, she only she didn't do the two new ones. And she did the disc one and then she did the balancey. Yeah. I thought the color disc one was only for no. Sara and I remember Narice doing it. No, she did it because Horacio and Kylan did it. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm pretty sure, right? We're gonna I'm gonna double check that now, but I know the Sudoku or Sudoku. I don't know how to say it. Sudoku. I don't think Sudoku. Yeah, cool. I I don't think she she did that the her in either of her eliminations. I think that was strictly Kylan Orasio no, and Zara. Zara, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Um, I was surprised how long it took all of them, but I mean, I you know, obviously, it's you haven't slept in twenty four or thirty six hours at this point, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. it's going to take your mind a while to catch up. I did find the app or someone on Twitter. I think posted the the exact puzzle that they were doing. Oh, really? Yeah, and I got through in about 10 minutes. Oh, the Sudoku puzzle they yeah. were doing? I refuse to say the name, but I did it in about 10 minutes. I will have to look for it. I really, while I was watching this episode, even when Narice and Mariah were doing their elimination, I was like, you know what, MTV, I probably shouldn't say this. We <laughs> might have to cut this. We're leaving it If in. they made the puzzles for people at home to do, obviously I know that would mean they'd be doing, like challengers would be doing them at home too. But that would be fun for us. Yeah, I will actually say like I liked that. So because everybody bitched all season about yeah. you don't have to go into elimination and you still make the final. Therefore, you don't deserve to be in the final, which is dumb. But that also means that 
the people who went into elimination in the final leg of the game had a distinct advantage over the people who did not go into elimination. Mm -hmm. They did not get an advantage to the point where it would put them way ahead or they skipped checkpoints or anything like that. Very simply, they had an advantage because they knew the format of some of these puzzles. They knew what, yeah, and they knew what to what would take more time, and they were able to immediately focus on the task at hand versus looking around and trying to figure out what the fuck all this is. Well, and on top of that, and look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this by saying I know that I'm stretching and reaching really motherfucking far with this one, but I need a good stretch. So we're, we're going to full send. Um, <laughs> the the checkpoint three being this actually didn't bother me very much. And it almost like, I don't know if it was just like a brain thing, like a mental thing in my brain where it was like, oh, this is kind of like all of them doing an elimination against each other. And so it's kind of like, I mean, if they would have gone into elimination, they would have had to do this anyway. So let's see. And they all had a chance to win that station because they were all there with like no flags except Berna. Berna kind of got screwed there, but that's okay. Um, But like it it was kind of an elimination in itself. So, you know, like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just, I'm not, I, I liked that this was in there but it also didn't feel like a final that's the thing it's so puzzle it felt like a mini final yeah, yeah. it felt like a min. it literally felt like a mini final this day too um felt like a, a mi- although the 2000 meter swim i just would like people to really that's two kilometers really understand how fucking far that is like that is a really yeah. fucking far distance to swim in in for us dumb americans it's 1.243 miles and for Canadians, it is two kilometers. I didn't even see anybody doing backstroke either. Like, I would have laid backwards and kicked my foot. That's because we didn't see any of it. We just saw them get That's in the true. water and get out of the water. Yeah, we didn't see any of it. That's probably an hour swim minimum. Easily. Yeah. At the minimum. And that's... I've been in a pool for an hour. Yeah, that's crazy. And I think that's why I'm not upset that there wasn't like another like kayak or canoe. Like they fucking swam so damn far. Like, holy shit. And then they had to run from the beach after staying up all night. Go, go swim. Do we know how far the runs were too? Because this again, something I'm just going to bitch about. They told us how far the swim was, but then I don't remember him telling us how far those, but I want the break time. It was 26 miles. I know that the full, yeah. but the full final was 26 miles. I want to assume that they were kind of cut in half because they ran day one and day two all in the same area. So I want right. to say like day one, it's probably like, you know, like a, like a 12 and a half, 13 mile run around that little Island or whatever. And that's what they did day one and then did it again day two. So that would be my assumption, but I could be wrong. I, yeah, I mean, I think that anytime a final is a marathon, that is fairly difficult for anyone to do, regardless of where it's at. If it's in the desert or it's in Croatia or it's in fucking Thailand or wherever the fuck, yeah, that's hard to do. Yeah. 
Especially when you have to stop and do a tanagram in the middle of it. And then, yeah, and then fucking try to balance these little fucking cylinders on a plate. You know what I mean? That shit was wild to me. I, man, like I would have lost it. Okay, so I want to ask you guys this. What I want to know is if you guys get to that checkpoint, knowing what they are now, which one would you have gone to first? The barrel bash. Oh, I'd have gone for the easy ones. So probably the the first one that I probably would have gone for is I would have gone for the, I'd have gone color disc. Then I would have gone smash the barrel. Then I would have gone to the little counting the circle bullshit. And then I would have done Sudoku and then the, the balancing lift majigger. But I would have gone to the super easy one because I would have needed a fucking break to just breathe and just let my mind just, before I tried to do something, you know what I mean, that was going to require brain activity because for me organizing those little discs into color rows would be not like zero activity for my brain needed at all that would be like mind numbing (laughs) like this is gonna calm me down (laughs) that's the one that i would actually i would actually struggle with that one i don't do well with those but you're colorblind aren't you yeah i am but like oh okay well but the the colors were actually no they weren't because the the like gray and white i when i was watching it i was like i because they kept separating them, and I was like, I don't know why you're separating those ones. They're supposed to go together. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, nope, I'm an idiot. Just kidding. Uh, but the Sudoku, no problem. You're not an idiot. You're just colorblind. <laughs> yeah. I can be both. Um, I can be many things, Katie. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. You're a man of many hats. Stupid and colorblind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sudoku, no problem. Barrel Bash, no problem. Color discs would have tripped me up. The color, the circle thing, like, would have fucked me up, too. I would have chosen the two math ones last so that hopefully I would have heard somebody say the answer out loud by then. And then I would have just written it down. 102? I saw, yeah, I saw those circles and I'm like, what are they even doing? And how are they all just, like, understanding it? Berna summed it perfect for us because she said, I'm not a stupid girl. I just never really had the math. (laughs) <laughs> like that's how i feel too i'm not stupid but i don't math i don't math yeah see i would have gone i would have gone uh, sudoku first and i think i would have done that too because you're you're like you're running you're out of breath the last thing you got the ability to do is hold something still and try to balance it no way so i'm gonna try to calm myself down i'm gonna sit there breathe work on some numbers because to me it's it's not math. It's not numbers. It's a puzzle. No, it's not math. It's it's a puzzle. That's all it is. And it's just organizing it. You know what I mean? And Mm-mm. so I'm going to spend the time and I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to go do the balancing with those because I'm calmed down and I'll be able to focus on that. Then I'm going to do the easy ones and I'll probably save and smash the barrel for last because that's the easiest thing to fucking do. Yeah. And then that's let's fair. go. That's fair. Also. Yeah. I gotta, I'm sorry, I do have, I gotta, I gotta put a pin in this, boys. You might want to <laughs> turn your mic Because we're not allowed to talk. Turn your headphones off. N- you, no, you just don't, I don't know if you want to hear what we're, I'm going to say. What's up, Sing Sisters? Oh! <laughs> okay, I'm going to start this with, I am married, not blind. The way a man will stacked his things up and then he just laid down and he just so carefully, I was like, Oh, hi. Hello. Okay. I don't even know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Karina can clip it. I know exactly. (laughs) 
I'm also married and I know exactly what you're talking about. It was very delicious. It was a very delicious moment. I'm so glad I didn't rewatch because I didn't catch it on the original walkthrough. Um, Manuel's pretty. I don't care what but, nobody says. He's pretty. He got some good slow motion runs too. He's he's very pretty. I just live by the rule of like when we played sports and you know you're in the you're in the fucking locker room together. It's always right here. Right here. You don't you don't do this. <laughs> you you keep it right here the we whole do. time. Yeah. And that's fine. Well, we we, we like to look. Huh? Well, <laughs> Well, it was so funny, actually, now that you say that. So today, while I was doing the rewatch on this. Oh, I thought that was going somewhere else. I was like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> today, while I was doing the rewatch on this episode, um, my ex-husband actually showed up over here. Uh, we have a real... During the Emmanuel scene? No, no, oh. just be quiet. Oh, just listen. Um, for listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. <laughs> no, um, for everybody listening, me and my ex-husband, like we just we all have a very good co-parenting situation. Um, so my ex-husband showed up to bring over a couple gallons of milk and stuff for all the kids and whatnot, and he needed to kill a little time because he was actually picking our son up from school today. Anyway, and so when he showed up here. I was rewatching the episode and he walked in right as Narice came on screen for one of her confessionals and he goes, Oh, who's that? <laughs> so this is the show you guys are always talking about. Yeah, he's like, so this is this is what That is Horacio's girlfriend, sir. Yeah, he's like, I like her. I was like, so does everybody else. <laughs> so does everybody else. Cardi B likes her too. Welcome to the club. <laughs> But it was just so funny, like, because you said that, because his head instantly went, oh, who's that? I was like, look, that's I'm, Narice. <laughs> all respect to Horacio, but his girlfriend has got the best cleavage in the show. I'm just putting Facts. that out there. And it's all real. <laughs> it all love it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> she also, uh, she's just like a perfect person. She has great skin. I mean, she doesn't need any makeup at all. Like her hair looks great no matter what. She's not real. <laughs> she can't be real. <laughs> I'm actually really glad that you said that because I made this comment to Rick um, like a week or two ago. I think it was like a couple weeks ago when she was doing her elimination. I love that she does not like get all fucking dolled up and put on lashes and shit to go to an elimination or like a final. And stuff. Like I love that about her. She's so confident in her own skin and the way she looks and stuff that like she can put on makeup and be an absolute fucking baddie or she can not wear makeup and still be an absolute fucking baddie. And she had a pimple patch on us. Like, hell yeah, girl. I was about to say, actually, I'm pretty sure in that elimination, she was like trying to get rid of a pimple because she had it, like the little stickers on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had the little. Mm -hmm. But I also noticed that too, like Karina, to your point and not knocking the other girls to wear whatever you want to wear. But like. Narice isn't ever like cr like tucking her tank top. She's never mm -hmm. wearing like the shorty shorts. Like, she I'm never not, has her butt cheeks truly, out. Yeah, I'm truly not knocking the other girls that do wear the tiny things, but it's just it's it's nice to see the balance and that with with some of Narice's outfits, they are very <laughs> revealing. So it's nice to see she's not always about that. <laughs> but when she's on the challenge, she's ready to get dirty and she's not wearing hoops out there or earrings or Hell yeah. necklaces that can get caught. I mean, she knows what she's doing. 
It's wild yes. because me and her have the same wardrobe. Oh my God. Anyway. It's true. Balloons. I have balloons too, but I don't wear them like that. <laughs> <laughs> Except mine's not. We know who Alexis is dressing up as for Halloween this year. <laughs> right? Except mine's not a fishnet. It's like the plastic rings of a six pack. Oh just my holding God. the balloons. Oh my God. Rick's actually a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, am I not totally enough for the turtle club? The, <laughs> Sorry, the way they finished this checkpoint was the way they finished the elimination, which I think the... The elimination. Uh, or not. Well, I'm sorry. The elimination is what we watched <laughs> for eliminations for fucking four episodes. But <laughs> this part of the shit. checkpoint, how they finished this is how they finished the actual the uh, final. And... I see this is where I wish we'd get timers because I know they're trying to build suspense, but at this point, I don't want suspense. I want to know who wins the final with what time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. what matters. Yeah. I want to know how long it took Corey to get across that damn balance beam. Yeah, yeah. Especially, well, and especially like for me. I cannot believe if we didn't even touch on that. Yeah. Corey well, well, yeah. on the balance beam was, I look. That was so sad. He could have taken two steps and gotten across it if he wasn't. Like, I feel like he was waiting for it to stop yes, moving. He yeah. was waiting for it to like, not shake. Emmanuel was just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, you can't wait for it to not shake. It, Orasio is the perfect example. When if you watched him on the low balance beam, when he did the elimination, he would run, jump, jump, jump off. Like you, you can't stop. And it's never going to stop wiggling. That's they're literally made to fucking sit there and wiggle. You got to just go, bro. You got to go. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a wiggle wiggle. He's just so tall. His leg span, literally, he could have taken one step to the middle, one step to the <laughs> end, and been done. Poor well, guy. Yeah, poor guy. I just, yeah, that was... I felt bad for him. I think you can say this for every final where everybody has a chance to win it, right? Like, everybody yeah. in this had a chance to win it, especially Corey, um, Narice. And Colleen, they mm-hmm. all had chances to win this if they could have just capitalized on one or two situations. Yeah. And Narice, it was this Sudoku or I can't say it, but you know what I mean. Sudoku. There we go. And the tangerine puzzle. If yeah. she does those yeah. two, finish those, we're having a very different discussion, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. And for Corey, it's the balance beam. And pretty much that's it. Yeah. Because it looked like he kept pace on everything else except that balance well, beam. C- Corey and Narice were leading this whole third checkpoint for the first two flags until Emmanuel finally gave up on the Sudoku and was like, I got to go try to do something else and give my brain a break or whatever. You know, and then he started catching up and obviously, you know, we, we know what happened. Yeah. Um, I, here's, I have a question um, about Berna. Now, we know that, you know, and we learned this back on SLA, um, that Berna did not go to a traditional school where you learn like math and language and, you know, social, whatever. I don't know. But she didn't go to a traditional school. Um, She went to circus school, whatever, whatever that means. I don't know. Um, But she went to circus school, not math. So she doesn't really know math. So um, but here's my like, that's what she says. Right. How, 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 
Like, because here's my thing. Sudoku, isn't it just like adding and subtract? Like, it's not. It's not at all. No. And that's what tripped. I think what that's what tripped Zara up when in her elimination. And I think it tripped people up in this one, too. With Sudoku, you need each square, like each three by three has to have one through nine. And each line has to have one through nine and they can't repeat. It doesn't matter what the number is. The reason they say it has to equal 45. So it has nothing to do with math. No, it has nothing to do with math whatsoever. It's just to check your answer. It's so basically instead of counting and making sure that you have like one through nine in each row and each square, what they're basically saying is one plus two plus three plus four plus five plus six plus seven plus eight plus nine. It's 45. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But okay. That's okay. unnecessary. It's not like it's completely unnecessary to do a Sudoku. All you have to say is that each square has to have one through nine and each line has to have one through nine and they cannot repeat. And if they don't repeat, then you've done it right. Cause that was my thing at first. I was like, okay, so like how, and I get it. The challenge isn't made but, to be fair, but like, how fair is it to have something in a in a final that you know one of your finalists literally didn't even fucking learn, didn't go to it? You know what I mean? But if it's not even math, then what was she freaking out about? Because, because didn't she do the circle one where it, was, it is actually math? I thought the circles one was the one she freaked out on. Was that the that was the one she freaked out on? Like, that was the one she was talking about, the math and everything. Sudoku, she copied Colleen. That's, That's what it was. She got yes. it done in, like, five yes. seconds. Yeah. But no, she didn't. She just did the four. Well, well, when she said she did the cube, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's how you do Sudoku. And everybody else was, like, counting <laughs> to 45, apparently. Also, did you guys notice, I think we skirted past it, and I forgot to bring it up, which it's probably not that important, but another one of the energy drink rounds Berna started talking when she was going, when she's repelling. She's like, oh, this is the stuff I love. Like, I want to be an actress. The next time she had to drink that drink, the second it went in her mouth, this, the other times she choked it down and she'd like cough and gag and be dramatic about it. But this time she took a sip and immediately spit it out. Like she didn't even, didn't even try to swallow it. So I'm like, are, are you using your acting <laughs> skills right now? Of course. To get so, this course. down? So to answer your question, that's Berna's bad. So we have to basically say a staple of the challenge, math, because you didn't learn it or you haven't taken the time to learn it. That's fair too. Well, and, but here was, that was my other thing. Corey Wharton isn't great at math. We have learned. And like I said, I'm not saying like, don't put math in if one, I was just saying like, but, but also in my head, I was like, but if it's just like adding, how have you gone your whole life? Not learning how to add and subtract or whatever, but multiplication, but it's not, it's not math related at all. But then I remembered that it wasn't even Sudoku that was giving her the issue because she didn't copy off of Colleen. Um, So I don't know. I just, and like the thing that really bothers me going back to what we were originally talking about, which is the timers. The thing that bothers me, number one, is not knowing the time difference between Emmanuel and Norris. I would really love to know that time difference, especially because both of them have very different answers. Norris yeah. said it was like 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, Emmanuel is saying it was like 45 minutes to an hour later that Norris finally showed up. So they have very different stories about how, how what the time difference between them was. And it's because he's European. 
I also. It's because nobody is allowed to have a watch. <laughs> I also would like. A, I wish that production would have had a little bit of transparency with us in the situation concerning Berna. Because it's never noted at all whether she actually finished that checkpoint or whether they just told her, hey, look, everybody's already crossed. Just go go cross the finish line. Did she actually finish that circle adding and all the other checkpoints she needed to finish? Because she still Mm. had the circle one and another one left. I thought she finished the circle one. Did she? Maybe she did. I think she did finish the circle. Yeah, she did finish the circle one. Maybe it was just the lift one. It was a balancing one. The balancing thing. It did take Corey and Colleen a decent amount of time. So, like, it was Manuel and then Nerys, depending on who you ask, either within an hour or within, like, 10 to 15 minutes. Um, But then it was a a decent, I believe, a decent amount of time before the other two came. So that would have conceivably given Berna time to... And that's fair. ...do the other ones. But I have to give props to Emmanuel for, like, assessing the situation and being able to like step back and realize everybody else is completing the other ones a lot faster than I am. I've burned the extra time that I had. And then he just like leaves it, which can be a death sentence in puzzles like that. But Nerys left twice. Yeah. Cause she was like, fuck this, going to do the balance. Fuck this, going to do the Sudoku. Fuck this, going to do the balance. Yeah. But yeah, like for them to be able to step back and be like, I need to go do something else right now. I will come back to it. We saw it not work for Horacio, but then we saw it work well for the other two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going back to the finishing of it. Um, one thing I did notice is they try to portray that Colleen and Corey were really close to each other. Mm. Cause like they show her dropping her bag. And then the next shot of Corey's running, you can see her bag off to the side of the path. Mm-hmm. But when you see Corey or Colleen run and finish, and they're trying to portray like Corey's right behind her on the dock too. When they show that far shot, he's nowhere in the he's scene. Nowhere there. Yeah. And that's a good 15 minute run. Which also props to Colleen because he's got like ma- like really long legs in comparison to her. He's a and tree. She managed to stay ahead of him for the duration of that, even if they did leave at different times. Mm-hmm. So, all right, before we close out the show, um, and I know you have a couple hypotheticals, but I think this is a really important question to ask everyone here and then everyone listening, which is obviously Manuel gets first place and Norris officially gets second, but do you guys look at it as it same as all stars one with John a, where she's actually the female champ? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, John a did tie for with Kellyanne, but right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I will just say that like from the podcast page on behalf of the whole team, I'm glad that you all agree because I, I already messaged Norris. Um, and told her congratulations and called her a champion. Um, and, you know, so, yeah, absolutely. In my opinion, Narice is the female champion for yeah. season 39. She may not oh, have yeah. got a champion's pay and production might not recognize like they might not acknowledge that crown on her Who head. Cares? But we sure as fuck are going to put that crown on her head and we are going we to do. acknowledge it because she 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 like there were multiple times in this season that she should have gone home. That she, especially towards the end, you know, and she pushed through all of that. She overcame all of that. She kicked ass in the final. She beat Corey. She beat Colleen. She beat Burnt. Like she beat all these people that should have beat her and they didn't. Um, and so it, it just, I, I'm absolutely loving Narice. Um, I know that she recently was on like the Zach Nichols podcast. And I believe she said like, she's kind of just, she's taking a little break right now. 
Um, so we might oh, not come back. Yeah, we might not see her for a season or two, but I hope to see her again. She is great TV. She's so much fun to watch in the show. And so, yes, definitely the female champ. And three eliminations under your belt, boo-boo. When you come back, people aren't going to want to throw you in because they see you kill it every time. Yeah. So she just keeps making a name for herself. In regards to like production, possibly not viewing her as the female champ of the season, production is also who put Tiffany in the stands and in the elimination simultaneously in the same oh, episode. This is true. So I don't really value that opinion. Narice is the female champ. Manuel is the male champ and also props to Colleen for like beasting the back half of the challenge after nobody thought that she was going to be able to do well after her, how she did in the mini final. And then I saw none of that in the actual final. I wonder if she was another sleeper too. Like if she did that, I have questions for her. I'd like to know if she actually did just have a bad day and she did guess out or if if she did it on purpose to make people yeah. think she wasn't a threat. Wouldn't be the first time we've seen somebody do that on this show. I wonder if James is going to say that on the reunion. No, I acted like that in the elimination because I want people to see <laughs> that wasn't a threat. <laughs> I was going to say, that was 100% the Grinch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <gasps> Dinner with myself, <laughs> I can't cancel that again. I know you have a hypothetical you want to get out there. It's not really a hypothetical. I was, I just wrote it down for fun. Like, I'm just curious now that we've seen the full final day one, day two, if, if, and if everybody listening, it's an if, if Horacio, Kylan, and Zara had made it to this final and it was Horacio, Kylan, Zara, Narice, and Emmanuel, because I'm going to just take the three that, I wanted to see in the final and the two two winners. So if it was those five people, who do you guys think would have won this final? I don't fucking know. Flip a coin. <laughs> I s- no, it was so with all the puzzles, I feel like they were such equalizers. I don't know. No, because like Emmanuel was really the only competition that Kylan and Horacio had sort of like at their level there very easily. There could have been elements of the final that would have equalized it. But if you're looking at this is the third person to go in that set of currently two, then Emmanuel would be the next person. Uh, to me, if you run, run that, you're probably getting, in my opinion, Horacio Emmanuel's a coin flip. It just depends on who figures out the puzzle first. Mm, yeah. Or that final checkpoint. And then it's a toss up between Kylan or yeah, Kylan and Narice. Yeah. Or who gets second. Yeah. yeah. Or the next. But third, I definitely I guess, would be the answer. I definitely think that if Kylan, Rostio, and Zara were inserted into this final, we have a much different turnaround turnout as well, you know? That would also mean that Emmanuel's the only one who hasn't seen checkpoint three. Well, that depends because if Horacio, Kyland, and Zara are all there, then that means those eliminations that they were in never happened because all of them can't come Mm -hmm. out of that situation anyway. So it would have been different situations, alternate universe type situation where Jay got thrown in instead of Horacio and Kyland, you know, or whatever. Um, But, you know, it's just interesting to think about just because I know how much everybody wanted to see Kyland and Horacio there, not taking a single thing away from Emmanuel. Um, Very deserving, kicked ass, like we said. Um, but it's just something interesting to think about, in my opinion. 
Well, you know what? Fuck that. Well-deserved champion. Fuck yeah. Season 39. Emmanuel. Second season champ. And he's so humble about it, too. Like, oh, just my heart. Yeah, and he, like, gamed the entire final. Yeah. Oh, the way, oh, I cried just because he was, like, the way that he cried and just was like, oh, bring it back to my family. Oh, my heart. It makes a difference when you know, like, you know, I mean, you know, I'm a parent. So, like, you hear Corey be like, I'm doing it for my kids. Okay. But Emmanuel is doing it for his mama, his village of people to make their lives better. So you can't be mad at that. And if you are like, you don't have a heart. If you're mad at that, you just go fuck right off. You know who it reminded me of low key? Mm. Ashley Mitchell in Invasions. When she won it. Like I had the same feeling towards her, like. Her wanting to call her mom right away, and I'm sure Emmanuel wanted to do the same. TJ gave her his phone to yeah. call his mom. Yeah. Her mom. Oh my god, yeah. I love TJ so but, much. Like her emotion and the way Emmanuel handled it. Yeah. Um, I I enjoyed it immensely. I think 100 well deserved, well earned. Yes. Championship. Yes. And I hope we do get to see him back on season 40 to defend it. And I you really know what? Do. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? well earned by all three people who you know placed totally. and mm-hmm. and took home money you know um like colleen really surprised me she was leading a large majority of the, not leading like first place but right behind a man while leading the yeah. women for a majority of this final so a super impressive mm-hmm. um you know so major shouts out to all of them Corey. It, i I actually enjoyed this season. Was it my favorite? No. Yeah, me too. Was it my favorite in the yeah. 30s? No, it's not my favorite, but it's not my least favorite either. So it's my favorite in the back half of the 30s. <laughs> That's facts. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have to be your favorite episode for it not to be the, or your favorite season for it not to be the worst season. Yeah, I agree. Oh yeah. Now, really quick. Sorry, really quick. Um, I want to get. Not, I figure for everybody's season MVP, you're probably the winner. Um, but I want to get final MVPs. However, I'm going to put a twist on a twist on this. You can't give it to the winner. You have to give it to somebody else because the winner already gets the season MVP. Who is your MVP for part two of the final? Jolene. Oh, that's interesting. Actually, I like that. Well, it's the same. Um, I would actually like. Yeah, you want to give the MVP to a man? Well. But my MVP for the season and for part two is Narice. You said we can't do the, you can't pick the winner. Well, I, well, she <laughs> didn't officially win, so I'm within guidelines. Yes, she did. She won through us, but not on the show. Um, yes. So she is the MVP of the season, though. She really is. Yeah. yeah. She, oh, she's absolutely well, yeah. the MVP of the season. I, I, I just, yeah, I. I don't want to like be like, oh, Manuel doesn't get MVP because, you know, major, major props. Love that he won. Congratulations. So happy for him. And major, like, definitely MVP. But, and Narice just, she literally backpacked this whole season. Like, I just, you know, it would not be the same without yeah. Narice there. And the, the impact that she had on it, like, it's hard to not give it to her. We did it, guys. We made it through a season. And we did. It's been on since October 25th. Dude. I remember December, January. That's four freaking months. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and just to give everyone a heads up, 
we will probably not have a round table out for not probably we will not um well it depends Place on how expectations. It, it, it does <laughs> it depends on how long the wait is we will not be recapping the reunion just no. so everybody hooray you guys want us to do round tables it has nothing to do with the challenge anymore <laughs> we yeah. we will not be recapping the reunions so we will not have round tables for a little bit however we are going to have a nice little grouping of Challengers Unplugged episodes for you guys. So make sure you guys still stay tuned. Yep. And depending on what the, the break is between this and All-Stars 4, we may come back with a discussion episode. But more than likely, you guys are going to see us for a round, another roundtable um, about like one week before All-Stars 4 starts, where we will do cast and predictions for the season. Um, but other than that, we might... Maybe depending on the amount of drama, we might like go live on Instagram to talk about the reunion. Um, so keep an eye out. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, because if we do decide to do a live, we will post it on our stories and announce it there. Um, so make sure you're following us on Instagram. Um, we might go live and discuss the reunion, um, you know, after it airs or whatever. But other than that, make sure you guys keep an eye out for our challengers unplugged. We've got. Uh, we just released Xavier and then next we've got um, Zara coming yep. up. We've got Kyland coming up. We've got Emmanuel. We've got Narice. And then we've also got Tina Bridges right before All Stars 4 comes out. So we've got quite a few fun interviews for you guys. Um, so just make sure you're subscribed. Boom. Done. Mic drop. That was a silent mic drop. I tried to think of something funny to say and I... There was nothing. If I do a mic drop, I have to take both my headphones out and drop them down. So <laughs> <laughs> I just bash mine off. <laughs> and I was like, I could unscrew it and make it be it'd get real awkward. It would just yeah. <laughs> Everybody just patiently waiting for the mic to drop. Yeah. <laughs> oh please. Oh my god. Beautiful. You better hope your belly doesn't grumble. <laughs> My belly's been grumbling. I'm so sorry. It's here. Good. <laughs> oh my god. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. Just like you guys are going to get through this absence without our roundtables. But like we said, we do have all these unplugs coming out. Yes. So make sure you tune in. But you know what? That wraps up season 39. We'll be back for All Stars 4. So for myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, Tony Stats and Info Lance, Katie, Pad, 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 Pad. Padawan. Padawan, <laughs> bad blood, blood. <laughs> and then of course Alexis Tex Ross and we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in we hope you enjoyed the, you know every one of these recaps especially this one um, if you did enjoy it make sure you rate us five stars if you're mad at us don't leave us one star write us at Instagram at Biodomer um, and we'll be sure to address any of your concerns um, absolutely yeah right away 24 7 response might be an emoji like yeah. maybe i'll send a photo it'll still be this but i'll send a photo and have my face on it too also if you feel like you're really missing me um we'll be back for season two of survivor historian because that starts next week that's right yeah so we are back for season two fuck yeah can you, I think, Karina, we do have to add Corey's scream to the board because that mm. would have been the perfect spot. I, <laughs> I, can't, even, I can't even do it. Can't so do it. I do have a nomination for the board. I think we should do the one where it's 
Corey throwing up and Burnham being like, do you have to throw up so loud? (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) Well, since we're talking about lines, I'm just going to say really quick in this um, during the overnight thing, Corey says he goes, who thought of this fucking challenge? And all I could think was, Corey, that's what we've been saying all season long. Okay. Uh Who thought of this fucking challenge? Absolutely. My favorite was the fact that, like, in the promo for this final, it was Jay bitching out Corey, and then Norris bitching out Corey, and then I think Emmanuel bitching out Corey. Poor Corey. And then the one where Norris was was when he basically fell on her when they were repelling. <laughs> yeah, that was because it was just the, like the preview for the the finale was just like with the final was just a montage of people being like. Fuck, Corey. He always does this. He always <laughs> does this. His fucking leg dragging across those rocks as he fell down the fucking cliff. I was like, bro's calf is tore the fuck up oh, right now. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I know you're trying to close out and I, I jump mm-hmm. back again, but. You guys um, just keep talking. Back. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, not so oh, Season 39.5. <laughs> We're going to recap it again. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Look, I am going to say this since we're at the very, very end. And only if you really listen to our podcast, you get this deep into it. Uh, We do have a merchandise line that's going to be announced soon. We've put out some uh, previews of shirts we're looking at doing, um, and we will have a website up soon. So if you're interested. We've got more designs coming. So come follow us on Instagram so you can see all of our design reveals because we've got some really cool ones. Yeah. So um, with that being said, from all of us here, all of you guys, wherever you're at, be good to each other. Love y'all. Night. Later. Bye. Bye. What is this, little rascals? Are you fucking new here? <laughs>